Hi, this is Bernie Dake. Welcome to the Salvation Army's Words of Life. Welcome back to Words of Life. I'm Bernie Dake, and with me again this week is our producer, Chris Benjamin. <laughs> hey, thank you for having me, and thank you for coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure. Listen, I'm excited because just this week, you guys have recorded two new people to share with our audience. Tell them about it. So this week, the art that we're talking about is dance, and we were joined by a, a power couple for Christ in Ed and Amen. Ashley Escobar. Amen. Um, they are incredible dancers, mm. and they... Uh, go all over the territory doing different productions and then also teaching youth at youth camps dance. And uh, they came to the studios and we did our interview there and then they also did a performance for us that we filmed. Wow. If you find us on the social medias, uh, uh, Soundcast, look up Salvation Army Soundcast on Facebook or Instagram and we have this beautiful video of them performing um, along with the interview itself. I know you're going to enjoy it and we look forward to seeing you next week right here on Words of Life. I think that the part with um, changing landscapes, I think it'd be cool if you kind of did like a, like that's what kind of like wakes them up a little bit. So it looks like if they were like the landscape and that's what's like starting to form, you know? Oh, and they yeah, can like yeah. move up, boom, and then like freeze in the way and then it'll create like a, like a structure. Finish. Yeah. And then you can go to the next section and then do that. We met at a Salvation Army music camp um, and she was a part of a performance that we were, that we had choreographed for. and. There was this specific part that we were doing, and I just was watching her, and I was like, "Who is this person? I, I, I just have like I have to get to know her." And so after the class, I just kind of like went up to her, introduced myself, and I guess she, at that point she kind of already heard of me because my business partner was at their camp teaching. So I guess we kind of just hung out mm -hmm. at um, this music camp and got to know each other that way. Yeah, and he was like this super cool like special guest. And I had just graduated high school from like the middle of nowhere, Arkansas. So I'm like, he's like way too cool for me. Why is he following me? Why is he hanging out with me? But we know why now. <laughs> <laughs> so I had always like grown up performing, doing musical theater, things like that, um, just in church and at school. Um, but I started dance later in my life, later than uh, people normally do. Um, I was actually a vocalist for a long time and I lost my voice. I had vocal paralysis for about six months and it just never really came back. And so I was like, well, I gotta find something else that I'm passionate about, something else that I love to do. And so um, I worked at this music conservatory in the Arkansas, Oklahoma division. And Andy Barrington um, is the music director there, and he was like, I want you to do creative arts. And I was like, I don't know what that is. What is that? What's creative arts? That's so many. I think like my first summer, I filmed like a music video because I just didn't know what creative arts really was. And then I realized, oh, it's like acting and dancing, and it's like all these facets. And I was like, okay, well, I want to dance. You know, like can't really sing anymore, whatever. So um, I got heavily into that just like threw myself into it because I'm like I have to teach these youth like I need to know what I'm doing um, but it turns out like that was I just feel like that was a huge avenue for me could have easily gotten really um, 
the press about not having a voice anymore. But and there's times when I did feel that way. But God gave me another opportunity, another outlet to be creative and to use that creativity to reach others. So I started dancing or like getting really interested in dancing in the Philippines. And it was this like little artist, Michael, his name was Michael Jackson. And he was just blowing up the stage and, you know, just watching all his visuals and his performances like all over the world was just like so inspiring. I was like, I want to I want to do that. I want to like be in front of crowds. And I don't know, it just it just seems so cool. And to be able to move your body in this way um, was something that I was just like, I, I want to be able to do this. And I remember me and my friends in the Philippines would get together and just like practice like on the street and like learning how to dance and all this. And they used to make fun of me so much. They're like, dude, you, you move like a rock. Like you're, you're just so stiff when you move. And I was like, I don't care. Like I, I really love doing this. And we would do like be invited to like dance at parties and, and all this stuff. So I've always been interested in it. But it was only when like I moved to Florida when I was 14 that I found the Salvation Army, went to their music camp and they had like a dance program. And, you know, I went in as a trombone player and I was like, okay, but I, I really love dance. So I took that as an elective and the person teaching it kind of took me under his wing and really taught me that. And then being able to do that as a ministry, I think that's really when I was like, oh man, there's more to it than just like performing in front of people. So I kind of fell in love with it in that way. I was with a company called Uprock and we did a show in New York at a thing called the Fringe Festival. And we created this show, which was the Christ story but it was based in like an asylum. So all these people were bombarded by the things like, so we talked about abortion and eating disorders and just a bunch of stuff that would drive people crazy. And Jesus came into this asylum and kind of helped free all these people. So we kind of went through all the stories of each character and how Jesus kind of freed them from those things. And I think it was a highlight for me just being in New York City and then presenting the gospel to people who probably are not interested in hearing stuff like that. So that was, I think for me, it was a highlight. So when I first really got into dance, his uh, like dance theater company um, came out to our camp and was teaching these things called Jesus Walks. And basically you would go around the whole camp and uh, the staff would tell the story of Jesus through um, secular music and through dancing. And that was like, being a part of that, being not just watching, being in it, like that was transformative for me because it was like being a part of the Jesus story in a creative way, uh -huh. in a way that felt relevant, but like physically doing something puts you in a different mindset, yeah. puts you in a different perspective. And so just seeing it from that perspective and like falling in love with it. Um, and so like, I feel like that really, I don't know, made us bond even more because yeah. we have that shared experience. Yeah. I was invested in, in this way. So now I feel like it's yeah. my turn to then be able to give that same thing that I was given, all the opportunities, yeah. like everything that I've experienced in terms of like dancing and the arts, like I would say was because the Salvation Army really invested in me and like, yeah. and all the teachers that, you know, were a part of my life. So, right. so I want to be that person now that is investing in the people who are upcoming. Yeah. 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 I mean, the same for me, like the um, music director in AOK, -OK, like he gave me the opportunity and I didn't even know that I could do it mm -hmm. but like God was like I'm going to use that yeah. you know and I don't know it's just very telling of um, sometimes when we don't know that we're capable of something like you know he just still gives us opportunity 
when we're creating, um, there's two different ways that we uh, create. So like one way is with other people, with youth. Mm -hmm. We have a group of people and knowing their skill sets is a huge thing because we can easily over prepare, yeah. over choreograph. Then we get to rehearsal and we're like, this doesn't oh, work at all. all of this. And yeah. we've done, and we've gone into rehearsals saying, Hey guys, like we have stuff planned and we're excited for it. Mm-hmm. But if it needs to change, it needs to change because it, it's not our plans. It's you guys and what you can do and what that matters. And we just want to highlight what you can do. And then the other way that we create is with each other. And we basically have it's like a language now Mm -hmm. i know the language that he speaks he knows what i speak i know um what he maybe what his weaknesses are and so i'll choreograph around that Mm -hmm. or vice versa i'm not very flexible so i can't do any of those like high leg kicks and (laughs) but he also like hits like movement really hard and i'm like you over dance like when we dance next to each other i'm like you make me look like i'm not trying at all (laughs) and he is just like yeah so it's you know, it's funny, the things, the challenges, but also the beauty and yeah. working with each other and the differences that okay, we so bring to the table. Cascading a child won't be childish. Okay, yeah. And then, um, but consider the child um, who doesn't know the definition of impossible. It's, that's a lift. Yeah, that's, yeah. Everyone's prepping. And we'll have to make sure that Chris and, I can't remember her name, but they're already in the line, like positioned to be in the middle, so that they're here. They can just get here. He can prep. Everyone else forms. So, so the people on the ground are coming up. Back. When I first started dancing, it wasn't like, okay, I'm gonna dance now, and then boom, there it was. Like I had to take class. I had to basically learn, start from scratch. Like uh, dancing has all this. It's like its own vocabulary. So you have tendus and releves and all these you know like words like that that are like what is that yeah um so i had to go to class to learn the technique to start at the very basics um and uh then also so that's like you know ballet and Mm -hmm. technique class and stretching and all that stuff um but the other part of it is the artistry right because you know both have to go hand in hand um but so that and then like obviously like trying to be healthy, which is very hard. Yeah. To do. Yeah. Because yeah. um, this is like our paintbrush, right? So we have to make sure that yeah. it's functioning correctly, yeah. like just stretching or any of that stuff. But right. for me, I tend to um, try to find my inspiration outside of dance because, you know, mm-hmm. it's so easy to find that inspiration or learn. Obviously, that's like the foundation. But yeah. for me, like I love storytelling. So I try to figure out like what are other ways, what are other like, um, avenues that I can find storytelling in. And I've been really mm-hmm. interested in film and cinematography and telling stories through that aspect. So I've been watching a lot of creators on YouTube and how they create stories and just learning like, okay, why did they shoot this specific scene in this way? Why did they light it this way? And just trying to figure out, okay, how do I apply that now to choreography? Like how do yeah. I t- storytell in that same kind of way using those same kind of te- techniques? So. Yeah. You don't have to be perfect. Mm. That's perfection is not the goal. Um, you just have to be present in it, and it can look messy, and that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You don't have to be the best at what you do, and what the Lord has like been putting on my heart um, recently, the past couple months, is that there's space for you. Mm. There's room for you. Someone 
there's always going to be somebody else who does what you do and oftentimes even better and that's okay that doesn't um, take away that doesn't it's you're still valid it doesn't take away from what you have and what the Lord has given to you it's okay if you're not the best and it's okay if there's other people who do what you do but the important thing is to just keep doing it yeah and and don't wait for someone to say yes I want you to do this no like you do it God's making what he's giving you power and authority to do it so do it and I just feel like that's what God has been speaking to me specifically about our craft and our mission because um, a lot of times it feels like like what are we doing with this yeah like God has given us this gift and now we're parents now we have full-time jobs like there so there's like so many obstacles as it feels but um, but that's not a door shut it's a door that is unlocked and we just gotta open it and walk through The Salvation Army's mission, doing the most good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support, and we'd love to hear from you. Email us at radio at uss.salvationarmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or write us at P.O. Box 29972, Atlanta, Georgia, 30359. Tell us how we can help. Share prayer requests or share your testimony. We would love to use your story on the air. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes or your favorite podcast store, and be sure to give us a rating. Just search for The Salvation Army's Words of Life. Follow us on social media for the latest episodes, extended interviews, and more. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake inviting you to join us next time for the Salvation Army's Words of Life.